Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week, we're going to revisit a show from our 2014 season. It's one of our favorites, and it starts right now. from E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's musical guests. From Santa Cruz, California, New West recording artist, The Devil Makes Three. And from Oklahoma, 30 Tigers recording artist, Parker Millsap. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, please join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town, where we get together and get to listen to some great live music and hang out in our little solar-powered musical clubhouse here. We're going to have some fun this week. We get to play around in the world of roots music and in the world of labels for music, which is, of course, probably a waste of time. Uh, roots music is a pretty good one because it only means that the guests we have this week have paid attention to music that's come before them. They've paid attention to the masters. They've done their homework and then they've made their own original stuff. And it stems from this great deep tap root of American music that connects blues to bluegrass and jazz to Zydeco and country and western to you know anything you can think of. So that stuff, that tradition, that American music is what we're gonna play around in this week. Our first guests got together in California, but they all grew up in southern Vermont. They have been exploring this sort of funkier traditions like blues and, and bluegrass and old-time string band music and early jazz. And they've been writing a lot of original songs and just making lots of fans out there, really sort of revving up their audiences all over the place, including playing at huge festivals like Hardly Strictly Bluegrass and the Newport Folk Festival. Uh, they've been at this a while, have just released their fourth full-length album called I'm a Stranger Here. And you know who they are, and they're here and we're ready. So please welcome for their first visit to E-Town, The Devil Makes Three. Tribulations, 
we've seen every kind Drawn out in silence all along the old white line Well, this road to Holy River Someday it may deliver But if it don't, we'll just go figure Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah There's a lot and pass the ammunition too They say Jesus is coming, he must be walking, he's showing, running Who could blame him? Look how we done him Hallelujah, if you're waiting on salvation You only need candles and libations Train ain't coming in the station Hallelujah, yeah they say Jesus is coming, he must be walking, he's showing, running Who could blame him? Look how we done him Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Now, 
thank you guys so much. Devil Makes Three, welcome to E-Town. So glad you guys could join us. Pete, uh, Bernard, I understand you're the main songwriter. I am, yeah. And you guys all grew up in Vermont? We did. We did. We Damn. all grew up in very so small and separate towns that no one's ever heard of. Almost no one. Well, you've heard of them. Exactly. <laughs> but that's just through coincidence. Uh, Cooper grew up in Putney. I grew up in Marlboro, Vermont. Lucia grew up in Halifax, which is, they're all outside of Brattleboro in southern yeah. Vermont. Yes, I know. I know those places only because I went to high school briefly in Putney, so I know all about this stuff. Southern Vermont, though, it has this, it has this lovely kind of uh, do-it-yourself determination, you know, make music, make instruments if you need them, make whatever you need, make your own maple syrup, of course. <laughs> lots of knitting, lots of weaving going on up there. It's yep. boring there. Yeah. It's extremely boring. Winters are cold and long. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do something, you got to figure out uh, how to do it yourself because yeah. there's a lot of uh, prepackaged entertainment. Did you have musical families when you were growing up? Yes. A lot of music in the house? Very much yes. so. Cooper had a uh, musical mom and dad. Uh, my dad was a musician. Um, my uncle, my aunt, folk singer, my brother went to Berklee College of Music. Oh, wow. Um, Legit. So, yeah, we were surrounded. Yeah. Yep. And how did you get out west? What brought you out to the western part of the United States? Well, all different things. We, Lucia went out for school. Um, me and Cooper actually first went out west to go to uh, Olympia, Washington, where he lived and was in another band. Yeah. And then we went to uh, Santa Cruz, broke down there on a two-person, a two-man tour. And um, it was so nice there. And Olympia is very rainy and cold, especially in the winter. And so we just decided that was it. We're, we're going to Santa Cruz. And that's where we reconnected with Lucia and started the oh, band. Wow. Is that where you were going to school, or is that just where you were living at the time? I was just living. I did go to school, but to clarify, I have to admit, I went to school to move to California, not the other way around. Uh, so see. as soon as I got established, I dropped out. Yeah. Kids, don't follow my example. Yeah. <laughs> You'll Kids. end up a degenerate musician like me. Don't move to Santa Cruz when you're 18, probably. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, um, so when you found each other and you're putting the band together, did you have some sense of like musical icons or musical destinations, other bands that you thought, boy, if we could sort of be like them or play like them or aim in that direction, or did you just start making songs and writing songs and just seeing what happened? We just started writing songs and um, we were just really happy when someone would let us play. Because uh, it was 10 years ago when we started uh, playing acoustic music was not the coolest thing ever. And uh, we were always trying to get a gig in, in places where people were playing heavier music, electric music. And they would say, like, you can play between the bands while the guy sets up his drums if you want. And we'd be like, oh, well, that's all we can get, sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, eventually we started to get gigs. And um, we didn't really have any uh, mentoring bands uh, most of our friends were in punk bands. Yeah. We played some shows with them, which was very interesting. Yeah. It'll get your energy level up on stage if you pr practice that. It's true. So then things got better and better, and then you went back to Vermont. We did, yeah. Except we eventually... Cooper, now you're living in Austin, Texas, right? I am. Yeah, yeah so he, went, he went down to Austin, but me and Lucia went back to Vermont. Yeah, we, uh, eventually when we got to the point where we could tour the whole country, we went back there because, you know, like we said, our whole family's there. And um, Vermont is one of the most beautiful places I think, in the country, so. Yeah, and that's a very potent, that particular area around Brattleboro is pretty potent. There's lots of really interesting folks around there and there really beautiful is, scenery. Yeah. Yes, completely. Okay. Well, listen, I'm so glad again that you guys are here. We have a lot more music. Welcome back, if you would. Devil Makes Three.
take long for the rivers round here to rise. Said it wouldn't take long for the rivers round here to rise. Wouldn't take long for the rivers to rise. Wouldn't be nothing but the sea in the sky. Wouldn't take long for the rivers round here to rise. Forty days, forty nights, forty days, forty nights. Forty days, forty nights, forty days, forty nights, forty days and nights of rain. Start all over again and just forty days, forty nights of rain. The wind and rain will not knock upon your door. Now the wind and rain will not knock upon your door. called I'm a Stranger Here, Pete Bernhardt, Lucia Torino, Cooper McBean. They'll be back play some more music a little later on in the show. We'll be back with the Achievement Award plus music from Parker Millsap after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. 
If you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. The Devil Makes Three is going to be back and play some more music in a little while. And coming up, a great young Oklahoma singer-songwriter. Parker Millsap is here and go play some of his songs before long. Uh, but before we bring out Parker, we're going to tell you about somebody we got to know with the help, actually, originally from one of our musical guests. Um, but generally speaking, these are stories that we learn about from listeners. People listening to the show around the country tell us about people who have inspired them, and we get to know those stories a little, and then we get to share those stories with you on the air each week. Recognizing these folks, we give them something called the Achievement Award. Here comes Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. We actually have two winners this week. We have Lara Mandel and Margaret Gogi-Hodder, both from California. Lara and Gogi are the co-founders of the Mosaic Project, which teaches elementary kids about understanding and accepting others. Now, if it sounds familiar, it's because our friend Brett Denon, a musician who's been on E-Town a number of times now, is a big supporter and booster of that project. And this week, Brett is nominating them for an Achievement Award. Research shows that prejudice is learned and ingrained at a young age. And as a teenager, Lara saw firsthand that her peers were often already set in their biases and even hatred toward those who seemed different from them. As an adult, Lara decided to create a program to address that problem. She joined forces with Gogi, and together they began the Mosaic Project. And Lara uh, joins us in person this week to tell us more. So please join me now in welcoming from Oakland, California, one of this week's Achievement Award winners, Lara Mandel. Hi, Laura. Thanks for joining us. Glad you could make it in person. This is very exciting. Thank you. I'm excited, too. So Helen mentioned that you had an experience as a teenager that that, um, really changed your outlook about this kind of thing. What was that? The main one was that when I was 15, I went to a summer camp type program, four-night, five-day program that brought teenagers together from different backgrounds in Los Angeles, where I grew up, to address very specifically racism, sexism, and homophobia actually divided it that way. Wow. And it was an amazing experience, really affected who I am, and I also saw that for a lot of uh, teenagers that the prejudice and hatred is and fear of difference, it's really a lot about fear too, I think, is right. deeply ingrained and it was too late. Not impossible, but a lot harder at that age. So it was really when I was 15 that I thought, I really would like to do this work with younger students. And it was later that I found the research that Helen spoke of that shows that we actually start to exhibit prejudice a lot younger. And yet all the other programs out there that I know of start working with students much later in this kind of intense way. In that teenage teenage years and so on. Right. 
So you decided to look for a way to work with younger kids. So how do you even start? Uh, we deal with it in an intense way. We get very real. And we also do it with love and imagination and games and activities yeah. and teaching respect and empathy and understanding and assertive communication and, and assertive conflict resolution. Yeah. yeah. So these kids come from different backgrounds. Yeah. The schools sign up and we match them together very carefully. Right. We might have an independent school that is mostly homogenous, mostly white, with a more diverse charter school, with a lower income and almost entirely homogenous school. So we'll take these schools that are actually geographically very close to one another, but worlds apart, yeah. and then they come together. And how many kids at a time? 90 to 100 uh, fourth and fifth graders at the same time. 90 to 100 fourth and fifth graders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, four nights, five days, like a school yeah. week. They yeah. come to school in the morning, get on the school bus, come to us and then go home at the end of the week on Friday. For most of them, it's the first time they've been away from home that long. Yeah. So what happens in your context when you've got a student for whom these uh, issues haven't been worked out easily and they're confronted with their own fear or their own prejudice or their own anger and um, something happens and you're out there in the woods and you've got 90 kids and somebody's really acting out in a way that they've been trained basically by their family. What do you yeah. do? Yeah, what happens all the time. That's part of the beauty of getting them away from their schools. Yeah. They're out in the woods for a lot of them. This is like, where am I? And who are these strange people? It's usually the most diverse team they've ever seen yeah. of adults working and clearly loving one another and playing together. And then we're very clear about this is how we're going to live together. These are the values we're going to practice. We're not going to practice violence. This is what we're going to learn about this week. We're very The whole first day is setting the framework, and then the curriculum builds on itself. So whatever comes up, we have nothing but context in which to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, you hear from the kids that this uh, experience changes them? Yeah. Our youth leaders, our high school and college students, now more than half of them were fourth and fifth graders with us. So I get to hear very much firsthand about how it's changed their lives. But we also have formal evaluation processes and pre-surveys and post-surveys and teacher evaluations. But what I'm most excited about is a survey of our students who attended five years or more ago, and we're still working on this, but the preliminary results are amazing. It's yeah. over 95%, in some cases 100% of students saying that five years later or more, because of the Mosaic Project, they can work with people more easily from different backgrounds. They can empathize with people with different views than them more easily. They can solve conflicts more peacefully. They can interrupt bullying and prejudice and discrimination and resolve conflicts peacefully. That's so, remarkable. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so they can stay involved on and on. And in fact, a couple of members of our full-time staff were youth leaders with us and our board members too. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, and then when did you start this? June 2000, we founded. How many people have gone through the program? All together, through all our programs, we've reached over 25,000 people. 25,000 people. But I'd like to think it's a lot more as everybody takes out what they learn and teaches their families and teaches right. people around them and spreads yeah. peace. Yeah, it's remarkable. And again, Brett Denon was the first person to tell us about the Mosaic Project. It's obviously been a great success for a lot of people, and it's so needed more now than ever. Thank you so much. And meanwhile, congratulations. If people want to learn more or see photos or anything, is there a website? Oh, yes, there is, with lots of video, too, uh, www.mosaicproject.org, and you can hear our music there, too. Mosaicproject.org. Okay. <laughs> got a Framed Achievement Award certificate for you. Winner of this week's Achievement Award, Laura Mandel, the Mosaic Project. Congratulations, Laura. 
The Achievement Award is a 22-year tradition here in E-Town. In fact, it's our most popular segment, according to our listening audience. We love hearing back from our winners who say that after they've been featured on the show, our listeners offer support and help to them. For instance, our recent winner, Carol Hofgardner of Livonia, Michigan, tells us, quote, we received a $1,000 donation from a lady in New York and several other donations from around the country. People are liking us on Facebook, emailing, and sending us words of encouragement, she says. That's great news, Carol. Our thanks to Laura, our winner this week, and to Brett Denon, our friend and nominator. If uh, you're listening at home and you want to share the story with your friends, you can find this interview on our website, etown.org, or nominate someone for the award there, too. We'd love to hear from you. You can send your comments as well on Facebook, Twitter, or the Etown blog, or write to us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, Laura. The Achievement Award winners, good stuff, people making great things happen. Uh, we have more music coming from Devil Makes Three in a little while. Right now, I'm gonna tell you about Parker Millsap. He comes from Oklahoma. And like so many other musicians from that part of the world, he also got a great musical education, listening to everything from country music to blues and, and classic songwriters and gospel singing in church. He graduated from high school in 2011 and uh, went out to California, as some other people we spoke with earlier had also done. Uh, he learned about recording and songwriting, he came home to Oklahoma and recorded his first record and has been out and about ever since. He's just recorded another one and we're very happy he could join us. Please help me welcome, along with his friends, Mike and Daniel, Mr. Parker Millsap. Thank you. 
So uh, Nick's going to join us on this one, I think. Bringing in the ringer. <laughs> so I was raised in a Pentecostal church, um, so there's lots of this, you know. And, uh, and my booking agent, when we got this gig, he said, um, I know it's an old church and you're going to feel right at home, but don't do the snake handling bit. They, they won't, he said they won't appreciate it. Um, so we left the snakes at home. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, so this song's called Old Time Religion, and it's about a guy who reads the Old Testament and, uh, and acts on it. He's got old time religion. Babies, his cash in a coffee cane, and he makes his decisions. Down on his knees, he's a full grown man, and he had a vision of a fire. It burned up all the land. You could call it superstition, or you could run just as fast as you came. He took a beating. Father screamed at the top of his lungs An Old Testament reading If you spell the rod, you spoil the sun He's got scars for his bleeding The fear of God fills everyone You can listen to him pleading Pleading for the Holy Son Give me that old time With all of the words of Christ in red And he reads the 
inscription Every night when he goes to bed And he goes fishing Got an old time conviction Keeps the bodies in the shade He had a woman He took her to church every Sunday morning He said, submit to your husband Submit to me, thus saith the Lord Well, he never saw it coming when she tried to get away in his 34 Ford Now a widow was strumming On a banjo with a missing chord Give me that old time religion Give me that old time religion Give me that old time religion these kids today. <laughs> I just think it's so interesting that Parker, you're, uh, you're playing such soulful music and you're singing great and you're playing harp and you got this soulful oh, band and you can't even get into half the bars you're playing. <laughs> That's the truth. It's just bizarre. Normally if, you, if you're carrying a guitar and you just walk up to the front, they're just like, okay. They don't ask you if you're an ID if you got a guitar. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to sort of get my brain wrapped around this uh, Pentecostal fire and brimstone <laughs> raspy blues thing you're working on here. It's sort of like you've somehow captured heaven and hell and created this other thing that, you know... I think that's called purgatory. That's the Catholic thing. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know much about any of it, but... It, <laughs> we don't believe in that in, in the cool. Pentecostal world. It's just one or the other. You yeah. Know? You, you got one shot. So. Yeah. As a kid growing up, did your uh, parents play music? I asked the guys in The Devil Makes Three whether that was their scene, and they did have a lot of music playing yeah, in their house. Neither of them played any instruments, um, but there was lots of music around the house. You know, like I, I grew up, you know, obviously singing gospel music in church, but also, you know, my parents, uh, my dad listened to a lot of, like, Ray Cooter and Kebmo and Taj Mahal, and then... Uh, and, and then people like, you know, Lyle Lovett, John Hyatt, you know, songwriters, and then kind of the blues yeah. cats. And um, so when I started playing guitar, I kind of had all those things coming through. And then I, you know, went backwards in time from, from Ray Cooter and Taj Mahal and uh, kind of found... Uh, the guys you know, that they listen to. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like the same old story, you know. And then I found the Robert Johnson thing and latched onto it, you know. It's like, you're right. It's funny because we've got some experience with some people from Oklahoma having been guests on the show over yeah. the years. 
including people like J.J. Kale and Leon yeah. Russell and others. Yeah. And Leon Russell was on this show? Yeah. Well, Dad, go. About a month ago. What? Really? Yeah. And, um, I'm looking at Mike's back there like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, that was not his first time either. But there is a funny thing about Oklahoma musicians that I noticed, which is they, um, they obviously have the exposure to uh, blues and gospel and, mm-hmm. and other things that courses through their veins. And they have that you know, deep in them. They also have an appreciation for just hanging out. Like just not pushing too hard, not... <laughs> Going, get going crazy about ambition and career. It's just like, we're just going to kind of hang out. And I don't know if that's an Oklahoma thing, and maybe I'm thinking more of J.J. Kale than Leon Russell. Yeah. But, <laughs> but there is that, just sort of leave space for the song to kind of just live. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the music's between the notes, you know. That's, yeah. that's something that we try to, and that's kind of, you know, why we don't play with the drummer a whole lot. No offense to drummers, but just like when you have those three instruments up there, you know, you, to make it work, you have to give it room, yeah. you know. You know, so I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm into space. Growing up there, was Woody Guthrie somebody you were even aware of as a kid? Was not that, really. Yeah. Not so, really. That, that didn't come until later. Yeah. Um, and you're not, you know, you didn't grow up in Okima. You didn't grow up, you know, right around that spot. But right. It, but it seems to me that his legacy is sort of visited selectively by the state of Oklahoma because he was not a prototypical no, Oklahoma. there's there's this thing called the the Woody Guthrie Folk Festival. Yeah. Apparently, the first few years they had it, this is all hearsay. I haven't seen it actually happen, but like people put up signs in their yard, like "Go home, commies," you know, stuff like that. The first year they had the, right. yeah, yeah. There, there's, I don't really know what to say about that. I love everybody, so that's I can only speak for myself. But. Well, I think there is a great tradition. Again, I mean, there's lots of you know well-known and successful musicians who've come out of Oklahoma, and yeah. it is an interesting melting pot. But I, I particularly like hearing you know these little clues to your music. You know, certainly hearing the the church in there, and hearing yeah. the blues from your dad's record collection, and hearing the growl from hearing. Well, that that comes from a lot of the preachers. I think you know yeah. people have asked me like, why do you do that? You know. <laughs> Why? And you know, the, the, uh, because you can. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> no, it's, I think a Sounds lot of it good. comes from. A, I think a lot of it comes from a, from watching. You know, if you've ever watched or, or listened to like a, a southern preacher, like that's that's how yeah. they do it. And, I, and it didn't happen. I wasn't like I want to sound like a preacher. You know, right. it's like that's what I'm going to go for. I think it's just you know when you grow up in anything, it it gets in you. And yeah, you, it's in there. So, you're right. Well, it's really cool, Parker, just to get to oh, know thanks. your story a little bit and to hear your music. And, uh, you know, we just met today, but I'm looking forward to hearing some more music. I'm looking forward to playing more music. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's no. do it. All right. Welcome back, Parker Millsap. get Helen on stage. Oh, look, she's already here. This is a song about disappear. Anybody here from a small town? A few people, and you just couldn't wait to get out. So this is a song called Disappear. It's about getting out. If there's coffee in the pot, leave it. What about this house we bought? We don't need it. I'm on 
gonna tell you something you're not gonna believe it but i'm tired of this city tired of this town gonna leave it what about all our friends they won't miss us how it all ends told with kisses black Get your coat, it might get cold Grab all the letters I wrote, read them when we're old On the front door leave a note, says it's sold Grab your dancing shoes, leave all the lies I've told that Parker Millsap along with Michael Rose the upright bass Daniel Folks on the fiddle Helen Forrester singing a little harmony the CD's called Parker Millsap out on 30 Tigers Records over there in the state of Oklahoma we'll be back with more music from The Devil Makes Three after a break 
Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. In case you tuned in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town Podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It's available for free in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forrester. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KRML in Carmel, California, on WCNR, The Corner in Charlottesville, Virginia, and on KHEN, Free Range Radio in Salida, Colorado. As always, if you want some more information about anything we're up to here at E-Town, feel free to visit etown.org and find out all kinds of stuff there. Pretty wild, the old uh, Parker Millsap. I'm trying to. It made me think about Jerry Lee Lewis and others who sort of religion coursing through their veins and to the music, and something special happens. But he'll be back at the very end for our, our big finale. But right now, speaking of very special, please welcome back another trio, another acoustic trio without drums. The Devil Makes Three. Well, hello, everybody. We're the Devil Makes Three. We're still the Devil Makes Three. We're going to play you guys a sort of quieter song. How's that sound? Pretty good. It's so quiet in here, it figures it fits, right? Shovel in this graveyard of dreams. 
wanna take you to a shipwreck A thousand miles underneath the Black Sea Looks like everybody's sleeping But look close, they're dead indeed I wanna lead you to an armchair Deep back in the files of my mind I wanna sit you in a candle's light Where I've been spending all of my time Yeah, that's me Drinking off that bottle, is it drinking off of me? Yeah, that's me Sitting there staring, shaking like a leaf Yeah, that's me Shovel in this graveyard of dreams Yeah, that's me Leaning on my shovel In this graveyard of dreams This next song that we're going to play is another new one. Um, this is a song about um, childhood, I suppose. And boy, was that confusing. You ready? Bend. 
washing dishes, stealing kisses, making my deals on the side. She said, are you ready, honey? Cause we got gas money and we're going on a real long ride. Ended up lying like a rug, prescription drugs, old guitars, new girlfriends. Everybody shunned me, I just thought that it was funny and to do it all over again. He's never getting caught. Well, doctor, it's only a graze. Spinning like a top, riding like a villain, and the years are going by like days. Spinning like a top, running like a villain, and the years are going by like days. The years are going by like days. Days. The years are going by like days. Thank you. Devil makes three. How about it? Pete Bernhardt, Lucia Torino, Cooper McBean. The CD's called I'm a Stranger Here. We've got time for one more song. We're going to get everybody out on stage for one last number. Man, oh man. Really, uh, this is such a dynamic show considering we've got the, the two trios, but they're so different and so great. I'm so glad you guys could be a part of this. I want to thank all our guests this week. We've had so much fun with The Devil Makes Three and also Parker Millsap. I want to thank our award winner, Lara Mandel, the co-founder of The Mosaic Project, doing great stuff, trying to fight prejudice and help connect young people with the things that matter. Thanks to uh, Zach Littlefield for sitting here with the E-Tones on the opening theme and Helen Forster. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. Donor-supported nonprofit organization and recorded live at E-Town Hall. To comment about the show, nominate someone for the Achievement Award, or get tickets to a live taping, send an email to info at etown.org, visit our website, etown.org, or connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook. distribution of E-Town is made possible by the support of E-Town's family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you.
Millsap, Helen Forster, our crew and volunteers and staff and engineers. Thanks, everybody. This is a production of E-Town. That is it. The Devil Makes Three and Parker Millsap, Laura Mendel, our Achievement Award winner, We're so proud of our archive shows. We are going to be transitioning to new shows shortly, but meanwhile, I'm still Nick Forster, and thank you for listening.